episode 99. Brother Andy. Happy 99 to you, Nick. Happy. I got 99 podcasts, but a slash you ain't one. That's that was clever. A, that was a Jay Z reference. That's clever. Oh, yeah. No, actually, it was an Ice T reference. Did you know that Jay Z stole that from Ice T? Ninety nine problems. Yes, True I did story. not know this. Yeah. Uh, but this is slash you, not hip hop you. This is not hip hop you. <laughs> it's not underground you. This is sometimes Good Burger you, but mm-hmm. mainly we're slash you. And happy Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday, but you'll get this on a Monday. But uh, Andy and I. Uh, I've laid out a little brunch for us. Mm, it looks great. We have in front of us some fresh squeezed orange juice and some local uh, lakefront brewery, River West Beers. Mm, for River West Stein, that's a good one. And we're going to uh, pop open a <clears throat> and make a beer mosa right now. Beer mosas. All right. So as we do that, Andy. Yeah. Do you need the opener? Yeah. All right. There you go. I want to say something about <laughs> uh, next week. Okay, yeah, because next week will be episode 100. Do you believe that, man? 100 episodes of Slash U. Do you believe that? No. No, I didn't think that I mean, we'd be going this long. I, we've seen podcasts come and go. We have. A lot. And I, I'm i sad to see a lot of them go. <laughs> Don't spill on your computer. Oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, man. Can I see your glass? Yeah. It's looking and good. I am... <clears throat> Thrilled Excuse to see me. Bill here with you, and I know we're taking a little bit of a moment to uh, cheers a 99 Sunday fun day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you pour your own orange juice because... Beer mosa. Yeah, that's the sound of the OJ coming out of the ice. I'm going to put a little orange yeah. wedge on mine. Yeah. Um, there you go, I hope this tastes good. I really do. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that dick text. I, I was like, yeah, Nick, two ingredients, you jerk. He's like, how do you make a beer mosa? Like, well, I don't know. Beer and orange juice. Jody agreed though. She was like, "Yeah, here, cheers, brother." (laughs) Cheers, episode ninety nine. All right. So next week. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. That's delicious. Yeah, I like it. They recommended like other beers that use uh, oranges, like Blue Moon, uh, Sam Adams. Yeah, Yeah, Sam Adams makes one, but I I use the Lake uh, Lake Lakefront Amber. Local, uh, yeah. it's a amber lager, so I plop that in there. Now we're having mm. fun. Here Next we go. Next week, episode 100. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of the mix. Yeah, we're gonna go back to our roots. I think we mentioned it on episode 98. Yes, last week we mentioned. We, we are gonna go back and do episode one. We're going back old school, Splatter University. <laughs> yes, I know we've done it. You can go back and listen to it. I recommend go. I mean, <laughs> we were we were youngins. We were we novice, know what we were doing, really. and we still don't know what we're, we're doing. We're gonna do a podcast. Ha! This is someone got stabbed, Nick and was, now I see some boobs. Nick was so nervous. Was I? No. Yeah, well, I you were kind of like I don't know. I just didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm gonna record this, and maybe three people listen to it. Maybe three hundred people listen. But to people it. go back Doesn't and matter. listen to it. I mean, yeah, don't great. They? Yeah, I'm not embarrassed by it. I would much rather them listen to me now. Listen to us yeah. now, I should say. We've gotten a lot better, for sure. The I quality so. of the sound, the movies, the way we handle them. We have a format. <laughs> we stick to it. We got specific segments for certain things. You know, this week's Cliff Kill Notes are going to suck, but that's my fault. <laughs> uh, but I still think it's, this one was a kind of a quick one. But before yeah. we get into it, uh, we're excited. We're going to yeah, uh, pump 100. up episode 100 next week. We're going. We, we're going to do some retro re- rewinds. Retro rewinds. Retro but we're going to kind of go back and look at some of the, maybe the first five, ten movies that we did. Yeah. Because there were some good ones that we were... I feel like they'd be even better now because now that we record, we're we know kind what of we're more doing. free. Yeah. 
uh, give them the. We're nudists now, which is way <laughs> different than what we were back in the day. We we're way right. more conservative back then. Yeah, that's true. We're definitely loosey goosey. Um, back then, we were just like, we don't want to offend anybody, or we gotta watch what we I say. And, uh, I, I, uh, I we know didn't really nice do person. a lot of it. Yeah, I know I'm a nice person. Yeah, I'm I don't have any enough. hatred in my heart. So no hatred I, in my heart. I joke around and stuff, but you're right. The uh, viewing a few of the ones we did early on with our new. Uh, up-to-date you know expertise that we have now and we're not cinephiles but we're definitely just better at it we are slashy we watch campy horror forgotten sometimes forgotten movies mm -hmm. uh from all across the land all across the uh regions of time brothers and sisters um <laughs> we can be found on slash you underscore podcast on instagram you can uh hit us up on the world wide web at slash podcast.com or if you just want to email us and uh tell us which one is better looking nick is nick is please say nick uh yep. you can email us at slash podcast at gmail.com. Andy, I think we got a lot of that out of the way. Sure. Let's get into a, a classic. I believe people will know this one. Um, yeah, this one's not so forgotten. This one's not so forgotten. Episode 99. Episode 99, 1980, one hour, 37 minutes. Terror train. Choo-choo. All aboard. All aboard. Going off the rails on this terror train. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, some fun right here. Yeah. We've got uh, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis. JLC, motherfuckers. 1980. But she, she looks great. She, she just came out of Prom Night. That's right. Was Prom Night 1980 80. as well? Okay. It was filmed before this one. It was like, right, right. I mean, it was filmed. This is like when they were capitalizing on everything. <clears throat> I mean, this was kind of like that highway to fucking horror hell. This oh. was when we started seeing that mass production of saying, holy shit, the, Halloween. Yeah, the slasher look at all this was. Shit. This right. is, we're starting to move. Yeah. This, uh, again, another revenge plot, which Jamie Lee Curtis is very familiar right. with. Right. Um, and another great piece of news Canadian. Oh, this is? Definitely. <laughs> One hundred percent. You think that the B-roll shots of the train were just yes. some random footage, it was footage of a train? It was filmed in Montreal. Yeah, that, that's where they had to. They would rock the cabs back and forth right, to right. you know during the uh, some of the filming, which to make it look like they're on so, a train. It's not what I thought, though, Andy. I, I mean, it's nineteen eighty. So Nick, loose it up, you fucking Nick. David um, Copperfield's in this too. Oh my God, his hair! Guess what? He plays a magician. <laughs> Typecast. It's like, oh, let's get a real magician to play the magician. Guess what? He plays a plumber. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, David Copperfield plays a plumber who's good at sleight of hand. Yeah, it's like Kid Rock. <laughs> Can I make a... this pipe disappear? <laughs> Giggity. No, he uh, he's the magician. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like he Kid Rock was a redneck jerkbag in Joe Dirt, so they they oh. perfectly casted him as well. So th what they do is they're making the people who are not actors uh, not have to stretch so far. Like, if they made David Copperfield, who's not an actor, he's a magician, or an illusionist. It's the only film he did. If they made him play something else, it probably would have been bad, because he'd have to stretch. He'd have to, like, you know, pretend. I, I, I disagree. Like, just go out there and be a magician. Like, That's all you got to do. If he was in Saturday Night Fever, I think he would have done well. Mm. Like, kind of like one of the guys at the disco that was like, yeah. like he hitting on your girlfriend. Like, he's kind of the <laughs> jerk that sits at the corner of the bar and hits <clears> on your girlfriend, like, when you step away. And sure. offers to go do some cocaine. With, uh... With sleight of hand. Yeah. He makes her... Well, just... Razzle-dazzle. Just think how many partners you could get, like, if you did, like, magic. Like, watch your quarter disappear. Especially with drunk college girls. I know, like... Right. Check down my pants. Right. There's your weenus. Check down your pants. Um, I will say uh, that yeah. I thought there would be more gore. 
Me too. But the magic is there, the sense of wonder, <coughs> never-ending story. Some good um, suspense. There's some good... Uh, this one, second watch, I did still, like, I'm going to have some questions I'm going to bring up, but the second watch, I this was a really one that I put down in my notes that I fast-forward the most. Like, at the end? Uh, yeah, I the watched, end of the movie. I watched the last yeah. 30 minutes, like, in 10 minutes. Me too. On second watch. Obviously. And it's not because I was rushing to get over here. I was just like... I don't need. I know what happens here. Yeah. Fast forward. Fast forward. This movie is like if Michael Myers uh, took a midnight train to Georgia, but not like Atlanta, Georgia, but like Canada, Georgia. <laughs> so if there's a if there's a Georgia in Canada, that's where Michael Myers took that train. Leaving on a midnight train to Georgia. Leaving on the midnight train. Superstar, but he didn't go far. <laughs> oh my God. So that's, that's what this movie's like, but um, I know we've kind of wasted a little bit of time in the intro, but who cares? We're having such a good time with our beer mosas, and <laughs> knowing that uh, some of you are wearing earbuds and, uh, you know, doing things to our voices. Again, we always bring up, like, what if people are kissing and making I don't out? bring it up. You bring it up. I do. Is that <laughs> weird? Don't say we, man. <laughs> what if somebody volunteered to come, like, make out on, our, on the couch here in the studio while we recorded? Because they just really got turned on by our voices. Would you be hard to record? I don't know. I'd be distracted. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I'd be, I'd like, be yeah. like watching them like. Stick, uh, your, stick your finger in her how, how are you doing over there? Yeah, touch your boob. Um, <laughs> I think I'd also say like he's got to wear like a onesie and she's got to wear like yoga pants. Okay. I got like a custodial onesie. Oh, just, Those turn me they're off. the only ones who can't have fun. We have to have fun too. So we need we need them to be dressed the same way. Would you? Way. Okay, yeah. But yeah. they. But we have to dress the same way. Would you rather wear a custodial onesie or a nice white t-shirt with yoga pants? The onesie. I do yoga pants. You would? I just want to see what they feel like. Oh, well, I'm sure they can be arranged. That seems like an easy thing. Episode 100, <laughs> Nick's trying on yoga pants. Yeah, after we're done today, let's go to Target. <laughs> we'll find some for you. I'm going to do it. Why not? Um... <laughs> All right, so, hey, we've been jabbing on. Let's get into some of Andy's. He spent three hours writing these. Nope. Andy's <laughs> Cliff Kill Notes. Brought to you by those uh, table-looking thingies that are in pizza boxes. So if you want your pizza not to get squished or you want to make your little hamster look like he's eating at a little table, grab yourself one of those little table-looking thingies in pizza boxes. And now, now, Andy's well-written, written, written. Cliff Kale, no! Thanks. <laughs> I got over here and I said to Nick, oh, I didn't write the Cliff Kill notes, shit. And I took like 90 seconds to slap something together. A brief summary of the movie so you can follow along uh, in case you didn't watch it. But please go watch it. Terror Train, available on many platforms for free. Um, I watched it on Tubi. It had a little, Tubi. a little more commercials than other Tubi movies. But no, I watched it on Shudder. Sure. Okay, well, here we go. Usually, Nick, the fraternity New Year's Eve party is a big bonfire outside the fraternity house. And it's no different at the start of this movie. Uh, But when a prank on one of the freshman pledges goes wrong, the bonfire party gets banned. Canceled. And so three years later, the same class decides to have a party on a train. We'll just rent out this big old train and have a party here. But our killer's back for revenge on those who wronged him three years ago. And terror will rock this train. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's the summary. I think I'm going to say terror will ride on this train. Terror will rock, ride this train. Yeah. Terror will ride this train. Yeah. Oh, see, you got that voice, yeah. too. Okay. Let me try. Terror will ride this train. Ooh, good. I hear that in the trailer. That could be... Terror will ride this train. This fall. 
Coming to theaters. Terror will ride this train. This fall in Canada. <laughs> Interspersed with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Ah! yeah screaming. This is an opening classic, though, but really quick intro to this uh, opening classic. Mm -hmm. The classic, you know, it's the... What happened? It's the backstory. Yeah. This was filmed in post. Oh, so they... So this was like a comeback later? After they were shooting the, the movie, party? And I can't believe it took them... Someone after the movie said, wait... Why? We got to explain the killer. We got to explain what happened. Oh, yeah. That Canadian cocaine was probably hitting them pretty well. Which means there was someone that thought it was fine without it. At some point, yes. they were like, it's fine without this. We don't have to explain. Yes. Oh, my God. It, this movie would have sucked without I, this. I... It, it would have been horrible without this opening scene. It doesn't matter what... I mean, I know it matters what we think because people are listening. That said, we know how much we love backstories. Backstory yeah. is everything, and this is the motherfucking backstory. I mean, it is... Yeah. It is... I know it's 1980, but I still think there's been... There have been movies, obviously, you know, Halloween was out. Like, it's 10 years later. Three, mm -hmm. This is three years later, but I just thought it was very interested, uh, interesting, Andy, that this was... Uh, brought up in post it was filmed in post it was made to kind of show the the story on like why. reshoots right yeah, what, yeah. yeah after the movie's already been shot yeah, yeah. everything's done we need everyone back for, for a couple people back we're we gonna need shoot a, the opening scene and that is the opening <laughs> scene it's uh it's pre-med students yeah it's mainly our two of our uh heroes i wouldn't you know main characters main characters uh doc and Mo, how you get the name, you know, Doc, if you're pre-med. Um, there you go. And they're setting up a pledge named Kenny. Kenny right. is a pledge for this Alpha, Beta, Sigma, Beta. But they're all freshmen. They're all. F right. Well, no, because the they're pre-med. So, like, oh. they're, they're freshmen are because they're wearing those beanies. You remember back in the day, yeah. like, f fraternities, if you were a pledge, you wore those little beanies. Yeah. I don't know if they really do that anymore. But I thought the beanies meant that they were virgins. No, they were pledges. No. That's pledges. But, but they couldn't take the take the beanie off until they got laid. Until they got laid, yes. Yeah. That's so, why I thought the virgin thing. I would think most of them, though, <laughs> if they're like coming out of high school, you know, they're assuming that they're... they're uh, uh, Not everybody lost their virginity in high school, Nick. 13 years old. In eighth grade, Junior Nick. Junior high, yeah. <laughs> she was 15. Nick was molested. Perfect. No. That's what we're learning cool here today. stories like... <laughs> I mean, I was pretty hot at 13. You know, I had the long yeah. hair and fucking skateboarder, and I was like, hey, what's up? 13-year-old Nick. <laughs> no, anyway, hot. but what I want to get at is, like, yeah, but right. this, this is just this kind is a of party. Like, this is a party, and there's yeah. kind of like a, a pledge, Kenny. Yeah. And he's kind of like, an, you know, hi, I'm Kenny. Right. And they're the Doc and the Mo and the Jacksons and the Eds, these four, uh, are, again, our main characters, are setting him up. Hey, Elena wants to bang you. Yeah. So go upstairs and bang her. There she is, and oh, look, she's walking on inside. You yeah. better go follow her. And, right, and uh, we'll be right behind you. Yeah, we yeah. got your back. We got man. your back. So he's in the bedroom. So, yep. Elena's best friend, Mitchie, Michelle, but Mitchie, Mitchie, yeah. yeah. She's like, hey, okay, this is gonna be great. Everybody's gonna just this will be fun. I really don't know what the setup is, but just hide behind the bed and just. Mm -hmm. Coax him in. So awesome Kenny, nickname for Michelle, by the way. Mitchie? Mitchie. I I like this cute. I, think I don't it hear is that. Too. I know a few Michelles. I know. I, I know uh, Start calling him Mitchie. Marissa. Uh, I have a friend named Marissa who goes by Mitch. Okay. Um, and I never heard of Mitchie, but I like Mitchie. Yeah, it works. You know. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, in the bedroom. So and she's hiding behind a bed. She and so Kenny comes into this bedroom and d d you know disrobes. He takes off his clothes. Great body. He has a scrawny. Mm. He's a very skinny white man. 
<laughs> nerdy, t- stereotypical nerdy skinny boy with the white tank top and white tidy whities He gets down to his tank top, tidy whities and, yeah. and, and you hear Elena going like, it's my first time too. Yeah, it's okay. Come kiss me. Right. He thinks she's on the bed. Mm-hmm. There's the curtains around the bed. So, yep. you know, her face is hidden. Uh, it's you not know, her. You know where this is going. Yeah, it's Listen, not her on the bed. You know where he this is going. He gets in there and goes to, like, kiss her and realizes it's not really her. It's a corpse or a cadaver because they're med students, pre-med. It's a cadaver, Nick. It's a dead, naked lady corpse. Yeah. Band name. Hello. Dead, naked lady corpse. <laughs> Hello, Canada. We're a dead, naked lady corpse. <laughs> Be sure to tip your waitress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're working out out there tonight. Be sure you tip them good. That naked lady corpse out. Right. But anyway, it is amazing band name. It is. I mean, hey man, I'm gonna go see a DNLC this weekend. DNLC. You, yeah, I'm a huge DNLC fan. You're a naked lady corpse. Me too, oh, brother. How do you get tickets? Black shirt with DNLC and like a, a set of fake boobs, like on the printed on the shirt. <laughs> it's like a corpse. But I mean, that's what it is. It is yes. she, she's a dead naked lady corpse. Your boobs. Yeah, Kenny freaks out. Kenny freaks out. I want to real quick back up to these, this actor, Doug McKinnon. Wasn't supposed to get the part. He came with a date. Um, uh, his boyfriend, or his date, was supposed to get the part of Kenny. They oh. turned him down, but they looked at him and said, hey, who are you? Wow. I would think. Oh, because, so yeah. Like, the way uh, he looks. Yeah. Made it good like, for the part. look, and so he thought he was just getting the cast because he kind of looked like David Copperfield. Wow. He had no idea what this was going to be. Um, that was we'll also... Um, we'll get more on him as the... Yeah, but that was one of our other movies. Uh, was it Effects? Yep. The main guy in that didn't audition. He drove his girlfriend to the yeah, audition. This one was... And he, they ended up casting him. So, uh, yeah. yeah. This Doug McK- uh, uh, McKinnon, Derek yeah. McKinnon, uh, was driving his boyfriend. or you know, He said it was a date. Yeah, he kind yeah. of does some more story into it, but... That's hilarious. Yeah, so it is. And there's be more on that, too, because this is a great how this story turns out. It was very interesting, so... He ends up freaking out yeah, and just sort of twisting into the, the curtains that are yeah, around the bed. Uh, that's my question, Andy, because as he's twisting around the curtains, our, our main uh, protagonist, antagonist? I always forget that. Characters, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The, Mo, the bullies. Yeah. The, the older, I, the other boys, yeah. screens, and I freelance, and I don't even know what that means. So, uh, Mo, Doc, yeah. of course, we mentioned. You got Mitchie. Jackson and the class clown Ed. Right. Um, they're all laughing. They all bust into the room while, as Andy said, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's twisting. He like he freaks Screaming out. Screaming and twisting around, and the the curtains are, you know, twisting around him. I thought yeah. he was gonna accidentally hang himself. I thought he was gonna fall out a window. But nothing. It's just sort of slow mo. Yeah. As he's screaming, it's the the, the video slows down, and they they just still frame it, and they go to the opening credits. Opening of the credits. There you go. So, so he didn't die, but he's not, you know. But he didn't, didn't die. He didn't, didn't die. Like, they didn't, they didn't resolve that scene. I guess what happens when you shoot it in post. Yeah. <laughs> they don't show him getting carted away to the hospital or anything. He just, they slow the video down. And you just assume they, the worst. They assume though. something bad happened you to him. You assume the worst. And now we go to the opening credits. Opening credits. Terror train. Terror train. Party, party, party. And it is, like Andy said in his clip kill notes, it's three years later. Yes. Everyone's kind of graduating. Uh, this is kind of their last hurrah. They're obviously uh, pulling up to a train on these buses. It's New Year's Eve again, I believe, Andy. They're celebrating New They Year's don't really Eve. do a good job of pointing that out. They don't. But, I mean, you assume it is because yeah. it's... The I, first... Party and the bonfire there was New go, Year's. Yeah. Now we're three years later. 
Uh, this know. is a lot of party for the the, the med students. Um, Ed, who's kind of like a class clown, who was in on the prank three years ago. It's kind of like a the goofy, like I said earlier, class clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson, uh, who is our Canadian um, African American token black man in the movie. Uh, I mean, he is, <laughs> every movie needs at least one. I mean, he's giving it. a toast. <laughs> Jeez, I almost pulled my headset off. Oh. He Sorry. is giving a toast, you know, kind yeah. of like, you know, say, hey, it's going to be a hell of a party. This is kind of like my last hurrah. Right. As, you know, a college student before I become an adult. And uh, so it's really, I mean, we're just getting into the main characters. And I want to point this out to the main characters. And this is a train full of a bunch of fucking people. I mean, it's not yeah, just like Yeah, a couple this hundred, group. for sure. I, I would definitely say a couple hundred. They Rowdy. Got band, they yeah. Got, yeah, everyone's partying, but the main characters we're going to look at on this uh, podcast is Doc and Mo, who we've mentioned, Mitchie and Elena, the girls, Jackson, Ed, and, well, not Ed, um... We'll get to that, but uh, isn't it weird too? The conductor seems to like the people working the train. Like, look at this bunch of crowds. The this crew, is great. yeah. Like, I would be like, fuck. Yeah. God gotta, damn it! They're gonna trash this train. And I, I can't. I gotta be sober and deal with these. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but, but they the, they think it's funny. Like, oh look, yeah. it's a wild bunch of kids. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah. And also, Ed sucks. I mean, I'm glad he. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. We do spoil it. I'm glad he dies early. Ed dies quick. He's really bad. Like, I mean, he's like trying to make these jokes, like. With a with a blow up doll, like, hey, I'm gonna let me. I think one of the jokes was this. Let's play charades, and he's looking at all the girls and goes, "Let, let the first word be orgy." Like what? Yeah, he's full of dumb jokes. This is a, we <laughs> we should mention. It's a costume party too, which oh, yeah. is important. Everybody's got costumes on. That's a great call. I yeah. I I'll, but I kind of dress up for New Year's Eve. If I'm not dressed, we did that before. You're like, wearing a fake pair of bunny ears right now. Oh well, yeah. While we record this Sunday, Sunday fun day. And, Bunny ears. We're getting close to Easter, I guess. Well, I collect them, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, okay. But the uh, this is a costume party, which plays into the plot of the movie a little bit. Ed is dressed as uh, Groucho Marx, right? Yeah, who's an old comedian from back right. in the day. If you don't know him, he was known so for his glasses, his, his mustache. Glasses, yeah. his mustache, big nose, and uh, yeah, huge eye, bushy eyebrows. And so Ed's got that. This is also where, where David Copperfield, who's only uh, credited on him, I mean, he's got a big part in this film, but he's just known as the magician. The magician. I think um, his name in the movie is Ken. Ken or Kane. Kane or Ken. Yeah. Cocaine, magician. Cocaine. McCall magician the whole time. Yeah, so am I. Uh, or <laughs> Davey. Um, but he's got that fucking hair. I mean, it's, I want to run my... Copperfield? I just want to run my balls through his hair. You want to cop a feel? Is what hey! Hey-oh. Do you get it, everybody? <laughs> Copperfield. I want to cop a feel. <laughs> Dude, I keep looking to laugh more. That was hilarious. <laughs> This joke's been made a million times. I'm not the first one. I then I if you, I'm new to that one, uh, students. So maybe some of the students out there are like, Nick, you're a fucking tool. If you ever heard that, I never have. So speaking of good. tools, Jackson, as he made his his toast to everybody, he's drinking Schlitz. Yeah, they're yeah. all yeah, they're pulling off uh, the six packs. I love that <laughs> Schlitz um, beer. But Ed is again being a weirdo. We're just setting Stupid it up pranks. like they're they're. You know, Ed even looks at David Copperfield and goes, "Hey, did you make my girl my date disappear?" Yeah. <laughs> the conductor uh, talks to the dispatch lady, saying he wishes they put a radio on that train. You know, <laughs> I don't get that. Well, there's no radio, so they can't radio ahead <laughs> if there's problems. I mean, there's only a phone that connects to the for the, the caboose to the head to yeah, the driver the exactly. engine. That's go. it, so they can communicate inside the train very well. But they can't radio outside at all to say, like, there's a killer on this train. So that's why this scene exists. It's to tell us there's no radio on the train. Exactly. He's like, Amtrak gets them. Yeah. But we don't. Well, we're just a 
an event train or whatever the fuck. Uh, so they get, um, uh, oh, yeah, he, he yells all aboard and everybody starts freaking out, cheering. Yeah, let's get the party started. There's a huge crowd of people filing onto the train. And our jokester Ed has like a sword in his gut with blood. And of course, everybody walks by. He's like, that's great, Ed. Oh, man, that looks like a hilarious oh, Ed. costume. Oh, Ed pulling his pranks to make it look like he was stabbed. That's funny. But Ed was actually stabbed. Ed was fucking stabbed. We didn't see it actually happen. It's just sort of like within someone in the crowd must have done it because all of a sudden as the crowd thins out, Ed's there with a sword in his gut. He's kind of like stumbling around, so everyone's getting on the on the train, and you're like, ha ha, Ed, but don't miss the train. So it's kind right. of like at one point you're like, wait, is he joking? Nobody questions it. But then, you know, a matter of seconds later, you're like, holy shit, this is real because his mask is being taken off and it's being put on someone else. Yeah, and that person shoves Ed's body under the train. I thought that was going to set up for a great kill. At mm. least as a train's just like, you know, like ketchup packets. Yeah. Like, but there's nothing like that. No, but when the conductors look back at the platform to clear and make sure no one's there, they can't see Ed because his body's now under the train. Yeah, and so. as the train pulls away, it runs him over. And Ed's our first death. That is our first death. It could have been a more of a, a graphic kill, I thought. Like at least even showing the body afterwards, Andy. Yeah. But again, it's 1980. What's gonna? What are we gonna do about it? Yeah, <laughs> right. every, everyone's on the train. It's taken off, um, finding their way to their bunks, I guess, to kind of put their stuff away and get ready to party. This is where we have a scene with Mitchie and Elena. Yeah. Elena, Mitchie and Elena. They're kind of talking about it um, about college. I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. I wish I was living with you. Yeah, uh, you're Elena, friend. Elena's gotta leave, and so she's getting a new roommate called Bunny, who's right. actually some great names in this Bunny. film. Mitchie, Bunny, Pet, Pet. <laughs> That's right. Um, Mary. Mary. Yeah. Jinx. No. Uh, while Mitchie and Elena are chatting, um, the killer we now know is the killer wearing yeah, Ed's uh, Groucho, Groucho Marx mask. Yeah, he's kind of listening and watching. Yeah, standing uh, a little distance away, listening, and Pet. That girl is looking around well, Ed, the train for Ed. Yeah. Has anybody seen my date? That's kind of the couples, too. <clears throat> That's a good way to bring this up. Doc and Mitchie are together. Elena and Moe are together. Jackson and, Mary, Jackson and Mary are together. And Ed and Pet are together. Yeah. Ed's already gone. Yeah. So Pet's like, where the fuck is my uh, date? Did you know who Mary is? No. She was a singer from the 80s that Prince was behind. Oh, really? I think Prince even, you know, of course, dated. Prince dated everyone. Yeah. But uh, she was... She was also known as Vanity. I'm a sex shooter. She's really? loving your direction. <laughs> I didn't know that she... Yes. Um... Vanity is... She's she's credited as like her real name, but mm -hmm. she was known as Vanity in the 80s. If anybody is listening to this that was around my age, uh, 32, <laughs> you will know who Vanity is, I hope, because she cool. was definitely a part of that scene. Anyway, uh, so those are the couples... Again, Ed's no longer with us, but those are also some of the ones that were involved in the prank three years ago. Right. We're kind of, uh, I guess, setting up meeting everyone because we go to the conductors, the, the crew, yep. the conductor guys. Uh, the main head guy is named, what, Karn? Carney? Karn, yeah. C-A-R-N-E. Yeah, Carney, I would think. I call him Karn or Carney, yeah. Karn, yeah, that's They're cool. They're chatting about, you know, Carney wants to retire and buy a Winnebago. Oh, he wants to sell him. Oh, he wants to sell Winnebago's? That's what he's doing. Really like, why attention. are you here? He's yeah. like, he's like, why are you here? And he's yeah. like, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't up to my fucking armpits and inventory. Yeah, I gotta because, sell these Winnebago's. Because one of the younger kids is like, why are you gonna, trains are the way of the future. Yeah. He's like, everyone's gonna want a train. When we think about gas right now, gas, this yeah. is 1980, yeah. gas is so high, everyone's gonna want to ride a train. How funny that we're doing a movie about a train when there's been that big derailment in Ohio. 
right now. I mean, like, think about we that. didn't pick this movie based on like current event news. And but in this movie, they talk about how trains are important and the trains are the wave of the future, hauling uh, you know freight, but also people. And now we've got this big chemical spill derain- uh, uh, derailment in Ohio. We're also talking about trains after that female cop in Nashville. That's a different kind of train. Oh, yeah. But that was all consensual, too. I don't want to make fun of her. Like, but I feel like it's funny they're calling her out, not calling out the dudes. But yeah. Yeah, that is a different kind of train. I forget. But, yeah, oh so that's God. what they're just kind of talking about, RVs and trains. Yeah, and so it's, yeah. It's, I mean, We're just meeting the characters. Meeting characters, yeah. adding time on to yeah. the film. The, the kids are all dancing. The magician and his assistant are, are sort of getting ready and talking about, yeah. he's yeah. like, I don't like to perform in front of a rowdy crew. I'm not ready. You know, she's like, go out there and do yeah, some she's close up. up his ego. Yeah, go do some close up magic. And the, he's just like, I'm not ready. And it's the like, band, is he the killer? That's <laughs> a, yeah, I was even thinking, that was till later. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you brought that up earlier. Like, yeah. you bring it up now because even my first watch, I was kind of like, I mean, you re, you, I kind of do some spoilers before I hit the movie. Oh, okay, but, sure. So I kind of th- but it, this is a great, I thought the twist was fun. Um, this is a band named Crime, and they are killing it, Andy. The mu- music Playing the good. music? Yeah, the vibe is going. People some are, pretty cool smooth jazz. Yeah, cocaine joints, <laughs> booze. It's just great. So there is... Um, you know, we're again, like Andy said, setting up characters, setting up scenes. Back in uh, on this train, I, I, they have their own dedicated VIP lounge. I called car. it the lounge car, yeah, yeah I mean, for like the nice, seniors. It's a jukebox in there. Yeah, wouldn't it skip records? I don't know. Um, You're right, it would. You got Mo Jackson and Doc, mm-hmm. um, kind of hanging out. They're boys, and they're kind of telling the story about why they don't do bonfires anymore. Like Andy brought up in mm-hmm. his Cliff Kill, the old haze, um, how it went wrong. And Doc tells the story of the prank. Because, yep. like, one of the dudes must be new. He's like, wait, that was you guys? And you're like, yeah, it was a prank. went wrong. As he's telling that, Elena uh, uh, comes in, Jamie Lee Curtis' character, and overhears mm-hmm. it. And she ends the story saying, like, yeah, you know, it was you guys really screwed up that kid, Kenny, um, saying uh, he put the poor kid in the hospital. So that sort of ends the story. Uh, but the killer See? is outside of this car listening, listening. in, hearing it. Isn't it great, though, as you bring up that wonderful part of this movie? Again, what if there was no... What if that scene hadn't been in the movie at all? Like the yeah. first scene, the very first then scene. Then you're solely talking. relying on this yep. to explain the backstory. There you go. You're relying on this and this alone. But they actually showed us with the scene of when it happened, which I like much better. Yeah, oh, yeah of course. I mean, <laughs> Have the fucking scene. And if... Let me tell you, if we were in a parallel universe where that first opening scene didn't exist, and we were doing Slash U talking about this movie without that scene... We'd be describing this scene, and we'd be saying, God, it'd be nice if they actually had a scene. <laughs> That's a long, drawn-out, but you get what I'm saying, Oh, right? my God. We'd yeah, be I mean, saying, it, they could have just shot a five-minute scene. It goes back to our <laughs> fucking five, 15-second mention yep. in Final Exam. The guy going, that daughter, that girl who killed herself a sorority is my sister, so I promise no more fraternity sororities. Boom, right. that's it. You just explained... His motives. It, Perfect. And I just did it in three seconds, too. So, Back um, to the conductors debating the future of rail and all that crap. Uh, Mitchie uh, walking through the sleeper car. They, they, um, real quick, too, Andy. They didn't yeah. know there were so many people involved in a train back in the day. You had the you had the conductor, Karn. Yeah. You had the brake man. So I guess he was in charge of the brakes. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. You had the coal shoveler. Yep. Slash driver. He also drove well, the train. Well, there was also he? that was a young kid who was who wanted to become trained. He was like, oh, right. RVs are stupid." So he was a shoveler. Mm-hmm. And then there was another old guy, crusty guy, that was I like guess, a porter. 
I thought I there's know. a couple of guys who are porters. Yeah, they got the white yeah, coats and red they're hats. The, they're the, they don't they come until luggage. later. Yeah, they're, there's definitely, you know. So they're of, off in some car probably smoking a weed or I just, I just didn't know there were so many involved. So this is what Andy was talking about. It's kind of getting breaking down. And again, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was these are all employed employed by these this this train. Right. This is a massive train. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, this again, we're setting up characters, setting up scenes. Mitchie is now making her way. Mitchie yeah. is waking around the train, and uh, she bumps into the killer, Andy. Well, she I put she comes upon Ed, in quotes, there you in go. his Good costume. Call. There you go. And is like, oh, it's you. I found you. It's you, Ed. You know, yep. And they Good walk call. slowly through the sleeper car. And just as the killer is about to shove um, Mitchie into the bathroom, yes. that's when Jackson busts out the uh, lounge. He's a little drunk. He's wearing a, a lizard costume. Yes, yes. And he's all drunk. Hey, Mitchie and Ed. Hey, guys. So Jackson essentially saved Mitchie's life right here because he pulls Ed away. He, he pulls, pulls quote, 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 Ed away like, let's go have a drink. Come on. And Mitch, Mitchie goes stuff. into the, uh, Mitchie leaves the scene. Yeah. She goes into the senior lounge card. Yeah. I got the good stuff, Ed. Let's go. I thought they were going to pull out cocaine. Yeah, no, they didn't. They he just pulled out Booze. Booze. Why yeah. Why they just do it in the hallway? Like, well, I'm gonna take you in the bathroom to drink fucking to drink wild alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. You're. Are you not supposed to have it on the train? Or no? I mean, they know. <laughs> they're I mean, all wasted. They're all. I mean, there's <laughs> all kinds of drugs on the train. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, the killer in the bathroom. It's a little cramped train bathroom. So obviously it's tiny. Uh, and the killer, uh, as Ed's uh, Jackson is trying to pour a drink uh, for them, the killer grabs him and reveals his face. We don't see it. We don't see it. Pulls the mask up, and that's when Jackson's like, recognizes, holy shit, you know, it's you. And just as he bashes Jackson's head in the mirror. I mean, bash. Bashes him, breaks the mirror, kills him in the bathroom. Um, So that's uh, our next death. Ed's dead, and so is Jackson. Yeah, I mean that's kind of it's it's happening. Revenge, right. revenge is, uh, is 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 being cast upon us. <laughs> Took me forever to say that. Yeah, back in the lounge cart. Budget of word, economy of words, man. Economy of words <laughs> podcast. And so you're in the lounge cart, yeah. Back Doc, Doc Mo Elena Mitchie. That's yeah, uh, Mo Doc Elena Mitchie. They're yeah. getting high. Yeah. And this is where I have to ask you, Andy, because these are my notes. The, the story question mark. Uh-huh. Um, what happened? Like, what is this whole premises of this scene where, I don't know. D- El- Elena seems pissed at yeah. Doc because he's telling her that. Well, she- nearest I could tell, Elena's all happy thinking that this entire party is, was Moe's idea. And oh, then, yeah. Yeah, this whole train thing was all Moe's idea. But when Doc reveals that he's the one who put it all together, she gets pissed. That's right. Because okay. after even check out two watches, I yeah. I thought she was mad because they thought about the the bonfire party three no. years ago. Like that that after the prank on Kenny back three years ago, Elena vowed to never attend one of Doc's parties again because he always pulls horrible pranks. You nailed it, dude. Thank and you. she storms out because when she finds out that it's not Mo's idea, this is Doc's idea, she's pissed. I can't believe you dragged me to his party. What's he gonna pull? What's he gonna do? You know, because he is a jokester. Because he's Great a jokester. Great call, man. Thank yeah. you. Now the story makes so much sense to you. As Mo and um, there you go. Mo and uh, uh, follows Elena out of the lounge car. They're now right in front of that bathroom door. Um, you know, they kind of make up. It's fine. We're gonna be all right. And uh, yeah. they knock on the door, but it says occupied, and they smell someone spilled alcohol. So well, of course, Elena's like, "Oh God, we've already spilled booze in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. What kind of other trouble are we gonna cause?" You know, and and she's they they both walk away. 
uh, and the killer, we just see the point of view of the lock on the door changes from occupied to, to vacant. vacant. He's coming out. Killer comes out, closes it, and then locks it back to occupied. Yeah. So it's locked and nobody can get in. Nobody can get in. So we're back to the party, man. And this is where uh, we're going to start taking notice of Mary and Pet. Um, Mary and Pet now have both lost their date. They're missing their date. Where's Jackson? Ed? Where's Ed? Where's Jackson? Where's Over Ed? here. Where are they going? Where did they go? But I can't who, find our men. Who cares? Because guess what's happening? Magic. There's magic going on. There's magic involving quarters and, and peanuts. And Magic Cracker Jacks. in the air, yeah. Wonder, come around, <laughs> glitter on your boobs. The um, magician does, he, David Copperfield does a cool trick with a quarter and a cigarette. How does he do this? There's no CGI in 1980. What the fuck? The cigarette goes through the quarter. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It is. It's magic. It is magic, it's, I believe. He does an illusion where he pulls a... a Cigarette through quarter and then back again. Yeah, quarter. and he took, it takes a drag of it like he used yeah. the quarter as like as a roach clip, and, and then the quarter gonna... uh, seals itself up when he pulls the cigarette out. Dude, and he's the devil. Yes, he. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... he's a witch, a warlock. <laughs> Burn him. Yeah. <laughs> Hackle um, lantern or uh, uh, what's the other one we did this year? The the last Halloween where we went back in time. Um. Pumpkin Man. Oh, yeah. Jack, Jacko. <laughs> Jacko. There's Hackle Lantern and Jacko. <laughs> They're both callbacks to the 1600s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a witch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so this magic is just happening. Yeah. Everyone, it's it's the kind of sleight of hand, kind of, you know, just walking along the crowd. Everyone's stoked. Right. Um, Mary and Pet, you know, who are obviously sticking close together because they can't find their dates. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're starting to get kind of angry. And yeah. so... Um, I, 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 the the scene continues. Elena still seems kind of pissed because yeah. she thinks that Doc is using her man Mo. She's yeah. like, you know, he, he's he's if he booked this trip, like you said, and like Andy so thoughtfully pointed out, if he did book this trip and you did not, Mo, then something is gonna happen. Right. So you don't need him as a friend. Right. So, but anyway, she decides to ditch her date. And um, we just go back to uh, Doc and Mitchie, who are still in the back, you know, kind of partying and, you know, maybe touching boobs. But here's <laughs> the a weird conductor. Yeah, we have... Karn. Karn. Karny. Well, he, why, why Karn. was this, this a weird knows, interaction? He knows there's going to be a magic show. And so he's on his way to the party car to watch the magic show. You know, as the head conductor guy, he's, he's in charge. So he's like, I'm going to go watch the show. But he comes upon Doc and Mitchie and, hey, you two, let me show you a card <laughs> trick. Because he also, you know... Fancies himself a magician, I guess. <laughs> and an RV salesman. And RV and salesman. Conductor. Yeah, the dude does a lot. And yeah, he does. He does a stupid card trick. Um, Very, I, it's, we don't even need to get into it. No, it's so. dumb. It's and dumb. I fast forwarded through it. But it's but, time now for the actual magic show. The great, yes, the great, this is a great, Andy, this is the greatest scene. It's so quintessential 80s magic show. It is disco. Yep. And it's like, so he comes out. David uh, Copperfield. And, you know, Disco and Wonder. When, d disco, Wonder, and Lights. I mean, Las Vegas be damned. He's yeah. doing this on a small stage on a fucking, in a train car. Yeah. And <laughs> the illusion is real, so. He's just pulling cards out of nowhere. A, a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. He just seems to be materializing these playing oh, cards. God, I Which is already 
probably stuff that David Copperfield would actually do. Oh, he was this. Was, I heard yeah. he was doing it real life. Like he had to keep yeah. extras off the scene. Which is again what I mean when they say they cast a magician to play a magician. Yeah, of course, he doesn't have to stretch. Well, I mean, go Car- out there and do your actual act, man. Oh. <laughs> do what you would do in Vegas or wherever. But he was very Just go do it. But he was very particular about that though. He, he wasn't yeah. in Vegas. Yet. He was only fucking like twenty. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I mean, I don't know how old David. The guys made was. the fucking Statue of Liberty disappear. Yes, yeah. and he dated Claudia Schiffer. Hello. Yeah, what do you think's the bigger trick? <laughs> hey, but but getting back to like you know he was very particular about his magic. Sure. So it's just great. Like as uh, Andy uh, said, it's a very dope scene. The assistant comes out. His beautiful assistant. Mm-hmm. She's Levi- awfully tall. Tall levitation. <laughs> well, he makes her levitate and disappear. Beauty, yeah. radness. It's all. Is it weird? I jerked off to the scene. Yeah, a little. Okay, but it's like really. Glad just... you told everybody about that. That's nice. Oh fuck, I forgot these things. Yeah. These, these are, are hot mics. Hot, hot mics. mics. Yeah, hot mic. It's not just you and me talking. <laughs> <laughs> we have an audience of at least four. You mean these whole ninety nine? This whole You're right. Two years we've been hanging out. These get published on the internet and people can hear them. <laughs> Yeah. That's what Slash U is? Yeah, we've made about $67. Um, <laughs> Felicia Rose fucking said, Gave us up? a shout out, yeah. yeah. We didn't have to pay her. Um, <laughs> but this is, again, it's just the, the main magic uh, uh, scene. And this is also where Doc tells his boy Mo that he loves him. He walks up and says, hey, where where is everyone? And Mo's like, they're all watching the magic show. And Doc goes, wait, we didn't hire a magician. Yep, that's a good point. And Mo just says, well, someone did. It was a great idea because they're all back there watching the show. And yeah, Doc says, hey, I love you, man. If, no matter what happens with Mitchie. Yeah. If, or if I mean, with, with Elena. Elena, I will always be there I'll for you. I'll always be here for you. So I thought, I was like, oh. They're homies. Homies, exactly. But Mo tells Doc that, yeah, Elena's still mad, and I don't think she'll get over it this time. And little set up there because this is where we go back to Mary and Pet, remember? Yeah. Barry and Pet, they're, they don't, they're just bored because they can't find their dates. Right. They try to tell, like, Doc and Mo that, like, you know, hey, that magician was rad. And Mo's not really too stoked on the magician. And he's like, Neither well, Doc. Yeah, that's what I meant. Doc yeah, oh. isn't. Mo seems a little bit more stoked. Doc's like, that shit's, I, I don't like magic. I like jokes. Yeah. So he's like, but you know what? <laughs> the time honored rivalry comedians versus magicians. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if, what if that's like a real showbiz rivalry like comedians hate magicians they view them as like beneath them and magicians are like comedians can suck our dicks we're way better we actually do ma- you know do like illusions i'd love to see david blaine and fucking chris rock just go at it oh that'd be great <laughs> just fight dave Chappelle and fucking david or chris angel and david blaine fuck you chris angel fuck you david blaine yeah <laughs> It's like a real industry oh, no, fuck thing. You, Dave Chappelle, fuck Dave Chappelle you. and Chris Angel and Chris Rock versus Chris Angel. Yes. David Copperfield versus David <laughs> David Chappelle. Well, they could do like celebrity death match. They yeah. used to do those uh, all yeah. uh, the claymation, claymation stuff. stuff. I mean, like we could. Comedian. I don't See, like magic. Is, I like jokes. This is how we could do like on our uh, Patron. Yeah. We could do. Uh, <laughs> we get a Patron, a Patreon. Uh, whatever, yeah. but we could sit there and like, who would you bet on? We couldn't do it now because then it would just go over. But sure, real quick, if you had though, if it was <laughs> David Blaine uh-huh. and Chris Rock, who would you put your money on? Like in a fight? Yeah, Chris Rock, David Blaine. You think so? Yep. He's a little younger, isn't he? Well, I mean, I, I guess, just think Chris is Chris a Rock's skinny. from the streets. But so oh yeah, and he got slapped like a bitch at the Oscars last year <laughs> by Will Smith. By Will Smith though. So Will Smith. Yeah. 
is wider than me. Well, Chris Rock took that very well. He handled it very well. Oh, he's a gentleman. As a comedian gentleman. should, because, I mean, he could have lost it, hauled off, and punched back, <laughs> but um, or pressed charges and things like that. But no, nah, he... As a comedian, yeah, he, he did very well. That's like the ultimate in heckling, I suppose. <laughs> the audience comes up and smacks you. <laughs> and not only that, it's not just someone from the audience, it's fucking Will it's Smith. It's Will Smith, yeah. One of the highest paid actors in fucking yeah. La La Land. Yeah. And really burned some bridges there. Has a resume the size of how far my ball sack drops. Right. That means huge. A lot. A lot. Down to his knees. Yes. So, and so it's just nuts so, that. Anyway, so anyway, back to the movie. Back to the movie. Doc doesn't like magicians; he likes comedy. So, but he te- Doc tells the ladies. So he kind of starts kind of doing some jokes yeah. and says, "Like, hey, Hitting ladies, I'm a Patchmere Pat Patchmere technologist, and so I've won the award yeah. for best Patchmere." Like Mo and I worked in a gynecology lab last yeah, summer. Yeah, gynecologist. Like he tried to even stumbles the word uh, gynecologist, but you know. So the girls are like, "Oh, they've been drinking, smoking weed." Woo! So they go back. And their dates are missing. They go back to the. Uh, the uh, VIP lounge car. What is Pet wearing? It's like overalls. She has her costume is like a pair of pants that comes yeah. all the way up over her breasts. Yes, and that's it. She just has like a pair of pants with like suspenders <clears throat> over her shoulders. Yes. Uh, so she's that's her costume. Maybe she's just a giant pair of pants. A giant pair of pants. I guess. Pet pant pet pet the pants. Pet the pet pants. The pant the pets. So uh, <laughs> so they they take off. Uh, right. They walk by that one bathroom, Andy, where uh, our buddy Jackson is still locked. Yeah. Karn walks up, and he's kind of like, you guys go on, and he makes his way in. Finally unlocks the bathroom. Finally, you know, hey, I got a pass key. I'm coming in. There's dead Jackson. With dead. blood on the walls blood, and the sink. broken window. I mean, bro- broken mirror. Right. Just, you know, blood everywhere. Karn's so- like, shit. Oh, no. What happened? Feels his for a pulse. Yeah. So- and pulls back bloody fingers. You know, he... This, this is a, definitely a dead body. So the party is still going on. Like, things are still happening. So Elena is uh, still in the dance car, you know, where crime is playing. Right. She's, She's dancing, dancing with uh, the class president. The class president. Who, who, who's dressed like Uncle Sam. Yeah. And he's a, you know, the class president. He's, he's a sweet guy. Friend zone guy. I call friend zone guy. Friend zone. 100% <laughs> friend zone. Because he says, you know, you want to go to my car. I got I a jacuzzi. I think he's doing that a joke. It's a bit. But it's a bit. Yeah. Then he says, but seriously, if you want to talk, but, I'm around. Like a friend, like a, yeah. So, but if, if she, guy. but if she would have said yeah, and she would have been like, touch my boob, he would have been like, hell yeah. Yeah. So you say like, yeah, he's a friend, but yeah. if she, if he was, you know, a bit like, hey, come back to my room if you want to talk. And then she's like, ha ha. And he goes, no, but seriously, seriously, if you need to talk, if you need to talk. So what if she was like, okay, let's go. And then she's like, touch my boob. He still would have been like, yeah, I'll touch your boob, like. He's being sweet. That's but what friend zone guys are like. If the boob, if, yes, exactly. Thank you. As someone who's been in the friend zone for most of his life, <laughs> I can tell you, you know, the fact that Cheryl married me is just, I thank my lucky stars every day. I know. I didn't get stuck in the friend zone there. You're a good looking man. Thank and you. I'm not, I, I mean, like, especially. I might, could use a shave right now. Your but. senior picture, like, I would beat off to that, too. Appreciate it. Like it is, dude, he's. You could go back in time and tell the other uh, girls in my class. That'd be nice, but. Nobody was feeling it. See, I I was like kind of a, like I was like I just didn't care, and so that, I guess maybe that's like what yeah, they know. say it's that bad boy thing. I don't know. Well, I was always telling them, you know, if you want to talk, oh. I'm around. <laughs> You're the class press, <laughs> man. This is a bit of this is fun. So again, we're back again. I gotta quit this shit again, 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 and again, again. 
Again, we're going to describe the next again, scene and again. again. And again. Mitchie is kind of perusing around um, uh, the train. Uh, but before that, Karn, uh, Karn had gone and told, told Charlie, man, yeah, the, the other conductors man. what they found. They talked to the driver about options. Do we back up? Do we keep going? They decide, let's just uh, keep carry going. on, and keep we'll going. Put, we'll, put on a little, we'll put a little bit, put of, a little coal. bit of speed, yeah. And, but back again, at the wouldn't it, again, wouldn't it be nice if there was a radio on the train? Exactly, that, but that's a good point. <laughs> so though. they could they, say, they, they bring it up. Yeah, we found a dead body on the train. They bring it up just so they don't, right. they can just kind of. So that if you're the audience going, why don't they radio ahead yeah. and say there's problems? Why don't they use their cell phone? They already addressed that right. there's no radio, no cell phones either. Um, Back at the party, Mitchie's kind of walking around solo, getting high. Like She's like, where have you been all my life? And just, she likes to party. Mm-hmm. Um. And Karn uh, is checking out the lounge car, probably looking for some evidence about that dead body. And while well, Charlie, the brake man, guards that bathroom door. Yep, they both go in. And uh, they end up opening the bathroom door, and there's, quote, Jackson, quote, in his lizard costume, uh, passed out. And there's no blood anywhere. And it, he's it, awake. And he's alive. He just oh looked like God. And Charlie's like, oh, he was just drunk. And, but Karn's like, there was there, blood everywhere. There was mir- the broken there was, mirror. Oh, and there's a broken mirror, yeah. There's blood. Wh- what's going on here? And they haul him up, get him on his feet, just as Mitchie comes stumbling up. She sees that they have Jackson and goes, oh, I'll take him. We've been looking for you, Jackson. You know, you always look so ugly when you got that mask on. Don't worry, guys. I got him. He's He just gets sick. That could be it. You know, his girlfriend says he's heavy. <laughs> and Mitchie takes Jackson, quote, it's the killer, uh, uh, by the arm and, you know, walks him away like he's wasted. And the conductors are like, well, I guess. Carney even says, like. Mystery damn, solved. Carney even says, damn medical damn students. Damn medical students messing around with fake blood. So we're back so. We're back in the VIP, VIP lounge with um, Doc Mo. Mary. Mary and Pet. Mary and Pet. And they're in the club looking through the yearbook. Look at the yearbook partying. And yeah. it's just kind of bringing up that. That story, because again, what if that first scene wasn't, uh, wasn't in, in the there. film? They're like, who is this? And they went, that's, that's Kenny. Kenny. That's a nobody. Yeah. yeah. He's not with us anymore. But we know because they actually did film the scene that he was the one that is uh, was uh, pranked upon. Doc uh, sort of takes Mary and they leave Moe there with Pet. Moe's like, please don't leave me here with her. <laughs> because he's still kind of dating Elena. Yeah, he is. And Pet... Is just like she's kind of you know, she's, she's missing Ed. She's, she's a little horny. Little, yeah, she's she's feeling good. <laughs> she's feeling good. We with, all get with horny. Mo. We all have genitalia. <laughs> and so, uh, this is a setup. Doc is leaving. Doc's taking Mary away to leave Mo and Pet to fool around. Um, and Mitchie, we're back to Mitchie with the, uh, um, Jackson bring brings him to a uh, one of the bed compartments in the bunk. sleeper car. A bunk. A yeah. bunk. It's got curtains. So Mitchie's going to try to seduce Jackson because she knows that, you know, Doc's fooling around on her. And she brings and him Mary up. Mary thinks that Jackson's alive and thinks that she's, he's There's fooling so around many. her. There's so like, it's like just, If you haven't seen this movie, you're lost right now. I'm sorry. I, was, I really wasn't. Mary thinks Jackson's alive and thinks right. he's fooling around. That's why he's not around. He's with right. another girl. And uh, Mitchie brings Jackson up into the bed compartment. Just as Mitchie, uh, Mary and Doc... Walk by yep. as Mary's saying all that. I just know he's with someone else. Yeah. yeah. And so Mitchie's like, fuck, fuck my boy Doc. Jackson, you want to get on yeah, these? Yeah, let's do titties? it. She starts to seduce Jackson and she lays down with her eyes closed and he 
uh, he he reaches and puts his hand on her chest. Only it's not his hand, Nick. It's a cut-off hand yes! from the real Jackson. It is. You could see it's a black man's black, hand. Black man's hand. Uh, cut off at the wrist. And as uh, she goes, well, you know what they say, cold hands, warm heart. She opens her eyes and realizes it's a cut-off hand laying on her chest and screams as the killer covers her mouth. And they cut to an exterior shot of the train. Yeah. Ah! Ah! You Mitchie's know, dead. Mitchie's dead. The magician makes his way to Elena and impresses her, not with words, Andy. <laughs> Impresses her with the wonder of magic and illusion. I just wrote he makes nice with Alina. Yeah, and is he the kid like this? Like he's making a rose float and she grabs it. It's kind of like really sexy. Like I would bang David Copperfield if he did that to me. He's probably had so much sex in his life. Oh my god! I mean, just like just from being bang. being handsome and doing magic. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, you make fun of his hair and his nose. Like I mean, even his hair was perfect the day. Like yes, he and he's the and he, eyeliner. Like Chris Angel, same way. Chris Angel is like four seven. He like I'm not saying like you know, points like a finger. Guys. Your bra's undone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> what the hell? Illusion. Illusion. Um, but so this is what I'm starting to think though. Something's up with this magician. Is he the killer? Mm-hmm. Back in the VIP lounge, Pet is really getting uh, handsy with Mo, and he seems hesitant. And there goes her clothes, and there I see her boobs, and then yeah. you say milk. <laughs> milk. I oh. said milk. Oh, okay. Nick's got a breastfeeding fetish. No, I, that is so wrong. <laughs> I have a yoga pants fetish. You have an everything fetish. <laughs> I love the way these buttons are so bright and colorful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I love the way your hoodie, uh, those strings come out of the hood. And, oh, my God. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mo, Mo's trying to hold off Pet. She wants to, you know, fool around. The conductor's talking about the body, how it wasn't dead. Yeah, but how did he Karn, break Karn, the mirror? Yeah, exactly. Karn's like, "What the fuck happened? Where's the blood? Up in the mirror?" But uh, we're back to the party. This is more magic, Andy. It's the yeah. it's it's Doc is involved in this one. He's like, "You know what? This is third grade shit." And David Copperfield goes, third grade shit." Flank switchblade. Switchblade. That's not third grade. Yeah, I'm That's gonna a- find your card by dropping this switchblade on it. Yeah, and, and not even looking at it. So he covers all these cards of the newspaper and drops the knife. Stab. And right pulls out the card into the card that says Doc, and he throws it at him. Yeah. Punk ass bitch, is this your card? <laughs> Magicians versus comedians. <laughs> Doc is Pay not. Review. Yeah, Doc is not impressed. Yeah, he's so. not. I mean, who's not too stoked? But again, we're. Um, I think it's kind of like the final. It's building up to the uh, explosion of what's about to happen. Right. Because Carney is going back on the prowl. He still can't get over that scene that happened in the bathroom with Jackson. But guess uh, what happens, Andy, is he's prowling around the train, you know, trying to discover what's happening. He's in the sleeper car yep. where he finds Mitchie's dead body. I think he's walking by and a hand flops yep. out in front of him. Yeah. He opens the curtain and there's Mitchie with her throat cut. Uh, so now, shit, another dead body. And he um, picks her shoe up off the ground. There you go. Shoves her hand back into the, shuts the curtains. Yeah, he doesn't want to panic. He doesn't want everyone to Carney's panic. Carney's a great guy. You know, but he still wants to solve the problem. So as he's walking through the sleeper car, he bumps into Elena. Yep. And uh, he just says, do you know whose shoe this is? And she's like, yeah, that's my friend Mitchie's. Mitch, Michelle, I'll, give it, to her. Thank I'll you. give it to her. Thanks. And grabs the, the shoe and Carney's like, uh, no, no, uh, why don't you come with me? Uh, come, I got to talk to you. And um, this is as Elena's going to the door of that lounge car. Yep. And she's pounding on the door like, well, Moe's in there. I, Doc said he's in there. Mo-ing and inside, Moe's like, Doc, that son of a bitch, he set me up. Because 
uh, if Elena comes in, she's going to catch Mo with, with pet. pet. So Naked. Mo hears the fact that Doc sent Elena there. He's like, fuck that Doc. You know, Doc's trying to set me up. He knows what he did. And Elena is pounding on the door. Meanwhile, Karn's like, no, no, just come with me. I got to tell you something. And Karn breaks the news to Elena that Mitchie is dead. Yeah, she, and, and she's... She doesn't. It. She doesn't really believe it, and so um, as kind of like she, she, she's she's kind of a. I mean, I mean, just imagine like if you're on a train, a party, and then mm-hmm. find out your best friend is dead, and someone's telling you this. You're like, no way, wait, maybe Doc's behind this. It's he's trip. He's a prankster. I don't he, know. Yeah, he pulls pranks. More magic um, is being uh, done as Doc um, is being confronted by Mo. Oh yeah, Mo comes out and like yeah. You set me up, motherfucker! But you guess sent what? her back there. She didn't catch me. She didn't catch me. You dick. You ass clown. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and this is when Elena is shown. Like they cut back to Carney and Elena, In the... and Carney's like, "If you want to believe me, here, check it out. There's her gutted throat, motherfucker." Yep. So Elena's um, pretty upset. Uh, the magician back in the party car has Mary come up and said, because Doc's like, anyone could do this. And uh, the magician's like, you're right, anyone can. Has Mary come up and essentially make him disappear. You know, I he does a trick. Cool. He, yeah, thought... he does a cool trick where he disappears. Mary's the one who does the trick. Yeah, because it's like Mary's <clears throat> helping. The crowd seems, though, Annie, the crowd seemed to get a little bit more agitated. They've had more drinks, probably some more cocaine. Right. And, you know, so, but the trick is, is that, you know, like she's going to put the cover of him and she's going to put up a, a amount of number, like number hold seven. Up fingers. Hold up fingers. Yeah. And when she, he's like, okay, now remove the, and I'll be holding the same amount of fingers as you are. But when she uncovers the magician, he's gone. And he <laughs> appears at the other end of the car. Oh my God. And he goes, seven. You know, yeah, and then Doc is just slitting on the floor, like whatever, and fakes like he's falling asleep. And Mo yeah. is sitting there next to him, sleeping on the floor. Um, only uh, Karn and Elena sit quietly. Who did it? Yeah. Some, some nut must have climbed on the train. Karn says he saw, he's like, I saw that girl half an hour ago with a drunk guy, and he has a realization wait a minute. And Karn <sighs> takes off. We go back to uh, the the party car where the magician is saying, "Well, at the end of my last you know show, I made my assistant disappear. I need to get her back." And he pulls up a sheet and drops it, and the assistant's there. The assistant's there, um, and her gown. She's back. Adam's apple. I, I don't understand <laughs> though. But here's the thing: there's people behind him when he yeah. does this. Like he doesn't. You know, usually they go in yeah. like a round thing. Like so, it's well. This is amazing trick. David Copperfield disappears and his assistant is back. Um, And Karn Karn gets to the bathroom where the dead body was and looks in the garbage and finds all kinds of bloody rags. Yep. And uh, we bounce back to the magician, the party car after that little little trick was done and everyone's cheering. Doc leans over to Mo and is like, come on, let's get out of here. here." And Mo's sitting next to him, but he's not asleep, Nick. Mo's dead. Doc doesn't seem to believe this. Um, He's like, Mo? Yeah. Wake him up. Come on. Wake up, Mo. Yeah, and... Help! Yeah, so Somebody he help! starts really screaming for help. But, yeah. of course, no one believes him, Andy, because it's the boy who cries wolf. Yeah, Doc's the prankster. Why he's should we prankster, believe him? So he's carrying... Everybody, and everybody's drunk and laughing. And, and everyone thinks it's Mo's acting dead because, you know, there's Ed. Uh, I mean, they're all just a yeah. bunch of drunken pranksters, and they're yeah. having fun. He's carrying his poor dead friend. Through the train yelling, somebody help me! And everyone just is looking laughing. Carney, <laughs> oh, Doc and your pranks. Yeah, but Doc pulling Mo in his arms finally runs up to Carney and Elena. 
Yeah. And they all discover after taking his clothes, Mo is really dead, Andy. Yeah, he's bleeding. He's done. And so, you know, I, I don't know if Carney's like sitting there thinking he needs to stop the train, but he's, you know, he knows that he has a killer. Right. On his train. He is right. the conductor. He is the uh, captain. He is the, um, you know, Chief Steubing of the Love Boat. Captain Steubing. Captain Steubing. <laughs> um, and this is when Doc finds out Mitchie is dead, too. And he Elena says, yeah, yeah Mitchie's dead, He doesn't want to believe that. So he runs up and pulls the brake cord. It's kind of like an emergency stop thing, I would think, right. on a train. Doesn't work, though. It doesn't lock up. Because Karn braces. Karn, yeah. the conductor's like, hold on. And the train doesn't stop. And Karn's like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't the train stop? And he runs up to the front, um, and him and uh, Charlie, the brake man, end up stopping the train on their own. And it looks like I guess the driver is dead because he's holding the he's holding the guy's hat, and there's blood all over it. Yeah, we never see that body though, do we? No, we don't see any. Of, we don't see the 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 the. the the, the coal shoveler guy, the coal shoveler, and the old crag that was—I don't know what he is—but the, so the driver of the train is dead. They're all dead. I'm gonna assume. Was that two or one? Yeah, but we didn't see it. Well, I just counted it as one. The driver of the train. I'm like, he's dead. Well, I mean, he has to be because I see his hat and blood. Um, but, but for the kill count, I'm counting one death. I don't know <laughs> where anyone we'll else is. We'll talk about it when we get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, listen to me. We'll talk about it I'm when we get there. I'm freaking out, man. Uh, Carney, um, you know, he finally does make his way to lock the brakes. The they party stop comes the train. to a, the party yeah. comes to a stop. And again, I want to point out this point. To, and I know I just said again, but it is very important. There are a lot of people on this train besides our protagonist, antagonist, fucking main characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people are still dancing. People are still doing cocaine. People are still fucking <laughs> fucking, you know, like it's like even as they lock the brakes, the, the band crime falls over. Everybody falls over. Well, the train oh. stops very suddenly. So, so they, to get everyone out in the freezing cold air of December 31st in Canada, yeah, everyone gets outside the train because this is when Carney is like, I'm going to search this train top to bottom. Everyone, take off your masks. Yeah. Everyone here has got to be accounted for. He gives the he tells the rest of the crew, you know, stick together. Don't take any chances. If you see anything crazy, call out. Get all the partygoers off the train. Tells everyone, stick with your friends. I want everyone to take off your masks and stick with people you know. Accountability, buddy. Accountability, buddy. Sigma, Sigma, <laughs> Alpha, <laughs> Sigma Alpha Chad approaches Doc. And is oh, like, you mean some generic bully character? Yeah, generic yeah. bully character Chad. Exactly. Yeah. Good call with the hair. Yep. That same hair that was like in every fucking <laughs> 80s movie, Mark Wahlberg. Kind of a bowl bully cut. Co- yeah, with a yeah. little part, little yeah. part right in the middle. In the middle. He comes up to Doc and says, dude, if this is a prank, I'll sock you. Yeah. I'll sock your nuts off. And so, uh, you know, Doc's kind of like in a disarray because, you know, his girlfriend and his best friend are dead. Tensions are high. Yeah, tensions are very high. Elena uh, calls on Doc and says... She know, starts she, to put it together. She's like, yo, it's Kenny. Yeah. And Who, Who's been affected? Jackson, Mitch, Mitchie, uh, uh, Mo, and, and us. You know, we, we all have... What do we have in common? And where's Ed? And where's Ed, right. Yep. So Elena is the smart one here, piecing together. Like, this is uh, that prank coming back to haunt us, Doc. And him and... um. Uh, him and uh, Elena uh, sneak back onto the train. Yeah, and I know kind of Elena wants to go back on the train, but Doc is, you know, so he's like, come with me. So Oh, and Elena says here, you know, I went to the hospital to see Kenny after that prank, and they wouldn't let me see him. They said that he killed somebody. It might have been an accident, but they said he killed somebody back then. So she must have gone 
which is another scene they didn't film, by the way. <laughs> she well, must have gone to the hospital to visit him after the prank. I don't understand, again, even if they would have filmed it, I don't know, like, maybe Wouldn't it could have been yeah. If when he was in the hospital, but... It wasn't needed. You would have known that he was alive. Yeah. But they, they, he killed someone in the hospital. They don't know, but it, it's all starting to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Fruition? Fruition? Like Andy said, they sneak back on the, the, the train. Uh, Doc aggressively, kind of aggressively, throws Elena into a room. Locks the lounge the doors, car, yeah. Lounge car, breaks the locks off. Yeah. Uh, we're safe. Right. And this is where we uh, learn that through a yearbook... Through a yearbook they pull out that Kenny was a magician, too? He loved magic. Magic club or whatever. Yes. And And that's what they think it's the magician. The magician is Kenny. They They got to tell everyone. They got to, we got to go, Doc. Elena is like, yeah, we got to stop him. He's back there. He could be killing our friends. And Doc's like, you know, every man for himself. I'm I'm not moving. I'm staying right here. Yeah. And And she's like, you asshole. He's kind of in a daze, too. Yeah, he's probably wasted. And and I could imagine being wasted and stoned and probably on cocaine. Afraid. Afraid (laughs) and knowing that everyone that you love is dead. Yeah. um, But he's just like, fuck it, I'm locked in here. I'm going to be fine. Elena gets out of the room, and as she's kind of, as Doc's closing the door and she's leaving the room, what we think is a killer's approaching her, so she's banging back on the door. Wait, 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 no, let me back in, let me back in. But it's not the killer, Andy. It's actually just Carn, Carney. No, it's Charlie the Brakeman. Oh, Charlie the Brakeman. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's got to actually like, oh, oh, it's you. Elena, what the come, hell are you doing on the come, train? Come back outside. So yeah. Doc now is all alone in the lounge car. Right. He thinks he's like self-paranoiding himself out. Like he's seriously paranoid. He's throwing you know all these thoughts into his mind, Andy. Mm-hmm. Closets. He starts I, looking through the room. Yeah. Because he's like, am I actually alone? So, um... He's convinced, uh, or yeah, he starts uh, looking through all the closets. He grabs like a a, a a stool that's holding an ice bucket, grabs it, and he starts he like stabs wildly above the closets, you know, where a space where somebody could hide. Yep. Nobody up there. Um, Excuse me. He convinced that he's alone. He sits back down and looks across the other end of the room, and realizes that he didn't look underneath those seats. He's uh, hardcore looking. There's like a smash can, you know, beer can on the floor. And I was seriously like, I didn't look underneath that seat. Yeah. Which I think in his head is like, I didn't look under the seat that I'm sitting on either. And he's like, shit. So he like slowly stands up. And uh, as he starts to walk forward, a hand reaches out from under the seat and grabs his ankle. And he goes, no. And he falls back down and stumbles to the door, but he can't get it open. But that's when a hand hits his shoulder. A hand with black nail polish hits him, and he thinks Mitchie, it's Mitchie. Yeah. And in God. his days, he's just like, it was a fucking prank. It was all a fucking prank. And uh, the killer pulls him up by his hair and slashes at his throat just as we cut away. This, is when, this is when I start to piece it together. Cha-cha. So, I start, I'm starting to kind of piece it together here, Andy. Yeah. Um, Elena but, gets back outside. Yeah, and it's like, but we're, but Elena yeah, gets back outside, but... And we're kind of clearing everyone outside because, you know, the train's right. got to get moving. We have she a wants to get people. a hold of the conductor, Karn. Yeah, because she knows who it is. She thinks, yes. It's a magician. It's a magician. So back with a magician, his assistant comes in kind of, uh, you know, kind frazzled. of clearing, frazzled, clearing out her hair because it's snowing outside. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, it's so know, cold out there. She's joking. She's like, I was scared. I thought you, I couldn't find you outside. I didn't know you stayed in here. Yeah. He's um, like, I told you, you should have just stayed here. And she's like, oh, but look at you know, all the magician swords. She's like, ooh, she picks up a sword and says, if anything happens, I'll just uh, use one of these because this will protect me. Right. Is that a foreshadow? <laughs> they make their way back to, the, when I say they, I'm talking about uh, our, some of our main characters, Karn and 
Elena. They're making their way back into Doc's room, and it's trashed. Yeah. His trash. It, it's just like blood everywhere. Just chaos is in this in this room, and um, they open up. A body falls out. Like a closet up high. Yeah. Yeah. A body falls Probably out. Probably a luggage compartment. Yeah. And then the head. Yeah. Looks nothing like him. Oh, it's like a fake Jody, head, obviously. But well, I mean, but you can sometimes make the head look like <laughs> why is like this look like a, t- a head off one of the characters in Avatar. They show it, it was blue. I mean, it was a blue head. <laughs> well, Nick, it was uh, duh, duh, duh. like no. I mean, I mean, we've seen. They didn't even bother making the fake head look like Doc. Looks nothing like Doc. But, so Doc's I mean, dead. Because like, even Jody was like, "Is that Do, fucking? Do we have dick shot kills? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be it if it was yeah. wrong, but I mean, because it's a, it's a, this is not, like, they even said it was severe gore, and I don't. Who I, determines severe? Well, you can't. If you right. set up an account, they'll ask you. Do you On know IMDb. Yeah, mean? so, yeah. um, back in the magician stage. Uh, the party car. Car, the party yeah. car. The party car, where the magician stage is set. They're like, Carney comes up to the assistant and says, hey, come with me. We he got, quietly we got, gets everybody out yeah, of the car. And he looks at the assistant, come with me. Hey, we got coffee made. Come with me. Gotta come with me because they all think it's a magician, and he's back in his dressing yeah. room. And or whatever. so she calls out, "Okay, coffee sounds great." Hey Ken, they made fresh coffee. I'll get you a cup. Yeah. And so he he gets everyone to the car. And he's like, "Sorry about this." And so he padlocks the he, cart. But I'm like, "He's a magician." He chains up. The- <laughs> Yeah, Karn like chains up the door and padlocks it. You don't think he's gonna be able to get out of there? <laughs> it's magic. He can just unlock it with his mind. Duh. <laughs> That's I can't believe. You, you wrote said, that? I wrote duh. <laughs> he's a magician. Duh. That's exactly what I wrote. He's a magician. Well, they just duh. don't want to alert him that uh, they're That's onto hilarious. him. So they they get everyone out of the car and they lock it up. And then a, a steward, there you go, uh, or, a, or a porter guy, he puts Elena in an empty car to rest. Uh, for her, her safety. He'll guard the door. And I'll be guarding the door with this axe. And Elena settles in. And uh, we're, the party guests, all the kids, want to go after the magician. Chad, you remember? Including, Sig- yeah, generic bully character. Generic bully character. <laughs> I love that. He comes up, you let me in there. And Karn is just like, yeah, you want to go in and kill him? Here, give him the axe. Yeah. And, and he this- just says, you're going to go kill a man, huh? That is a trope with it when he, like, the magician backs down, or I'm sorry, the bully, bully backs down. Uh, Chad, Sigma Alpha Chad, yeah. generic bully, because he goes yeah. like that typical where he goes, and then he thinks about it and kind of kind of looks up like as a child to the conductor right. and goes, just shakes his yeah, head. Yeah, no, I actually don't want if to If you were to remake, they did remake this movie, and I heard it's way better, not way better, sorry, that came out wrong. You remember Summer Party Massacre that we remade, which was nothing like? Right. Summer Party Massacre in the 80s? Yeah. The 2022 B original, I believe it's a 2B original. It is. Um, is like same character, same like, except the killer plotline. Exactly. There's a Terror Train two, modern version. Oh wow. Two B original as well. I kind of might want to check those out later. I wouldn't mind checking them out so, either. So, uh, but again, Sigma Alpha Chad generic bully backs down. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're back with JLC. Um, I like Jamie Lee it, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah. We're back with Elena. Uh, her guard, her guard is no longer with us. He's been stabbed by. Guess yeah, what? <laughs> he's stabbed by a sword. A sword. After a generic bully back down to go find the killer. Yep. The killer has attacked the steward, who was guarding the door, and was, we see close up of an axe on the floor, and a hand reaches down and grabs it. Yep. And we're back with uh, Karn and his um, staff members. Going to confront the magician themselves. They can't find him. They're in his dressing room. They cannot find him. Karn actually goes all the way out the back of the train, looks out 
at the tracks. Like this must be the caboose or the end, the last car of the yep. train. And he's just like, because if he couldn't get out the door that was padlocked, his only other exit is out the back of the train. So Karn's just like, I don't know what the fuck's That's going on. That's stupid thinking if you think about a lock's yeah. going to stop a magician. You know, you don't know where on. this guy is. Uh, but in the lounge car, um, someone is sneaking up on Elena, yeah. who's covered in blankets. But she's too smart, right, Nick? She's too Way smart too for smart that. because as this killer comes up and just lets loose on this, we think, body of Elena. It's not. It's a decoy. It's the doll. It's the doll. <laughs> Some so, blow-up doll. So <laughs> that... Uh, yeah. One of these blow-up dolls laying in the train. <laughs> Do you think people would think that's offensive? Maybe somebody. None of our listeners would think those are offensive. I forgot. Did, did I write Andy on that? You must have wrote Andy on that sex doll's I, mouth. Yeah, I did. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Glad hey, we don't have cameras in here. <laughs> yet. yet. Hey, so... Elena, after she sees this bot, you know, this killer try to fucking kill her, she <laughs> she does and kind of does a small attack on him. Hits like, him with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's injured now. Yeah. You think, is it over? No, another chase. She the thinks killer, it's over. Yeah. But the he, killer gets up and chases a great scream here, by the way. This is, yeah, one of Jamie Lee Curtis's signature screams. Scream. I mean, it is a great scream. Yep. And I mean, that's why at this moment she was the scream queen of film. There you go. Uh, she tries to lock herself in a cart. Uh, this, this is all the fast forwarding. Yeah, the creepy killer makes his way to her. Yeah, uh, does a choke. You know, gets her choke. She fights back. She bites um, the between his thumb and his pointy finger. Right. And he kind of goes back. Hits back. him with a fire extinguisher. No, she sprays at him. Sprays him. What it's a fire it? extinguisher. But what's in it? Water. It's fire retardant chemicals. Okay. I don't fire know. Fire retardant chemicals. Okay, yeah. That makes sense because that <laughs> might hurt your eyes. I'm like, if it just hits water, I'm like, it would hurt my eyes. Yeah. I thought this was interesting too. Um, she locked herself in a cage room. It's an office, but it's caged. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on why this is? No. I do. What? Bank robbers. Oh. Train robbers. So, like, they always go hit. So, it'd be a place where... But I still think train robbers have guns, but they still right. maybe couldn't get in. Maybe they could shoot off the lock. I don't know why there's a caged, locked room. Me neither. That has got, like, fencing. It's not like it's... But, like, a desk with office supplies and notes. A little, a little office. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe that's where they she kept all the She locks herself in there. I thought this was a great, creepy scene. The killer, who's wearing a different mask, um, is knocking out the lights uh, as they find, as they find this huge, like, rich, you know, that you probably work on a train with. You know, yeah. A great killing weapon, I would think. And knocking out the lights. And so this 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 demonic face and this <laughs> lights going out. And it's you for 1980. But for 1980, that's fucking yeah. rad. Well, I mean, and so. if you're Jamie Lee Curtis, you slowly lose sight, you know, of this killer. Because the only light is in the little cage office that she's in because he's knocking out all the yeah. other lights. And she's even saying, Kenny, stop. Yeah, she's yelling at him. Kenny, so, knows it's Kenny. Uh, he gets close to the cage to kind of look at her. She takes, you remember those little, where you stab bills, receipts, or whatever? It's got like Oh, little, like their little needle thing, yeah, where you would, just, you know, you would put paper receipts kind and stuff of on it. inventory of, of yeah. old receipts. She stabs him in the eye. More than that nail side of the face. I thought it was in her eye. I mean, oh, even no. if it was inside the face, but whether, yeah, not not like that nail in the last slumber party we did, two thousand whatever, <laughs> where it just kind of like you know, like it would kill you. This no. I thought would be the end of you, but uh, dead? Nope. Nope. Um, but we feel as she's pushing him out of the train. You think like, oh, he's pushed out of the train. He's dead this time. She third time. Nope. Nope. Yeah, because she gets out of that cage area and runs, and he chases her and between the cars. They're outside, and that's when yeah, she seems to push him off the train, but. He's dead. No. No. No, because we still got like 10 minutes left and 20 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> well, no, but that's, 
But, I mean, again, it, it, it's quick because they think they're gone. And so it's one of those calm scenes. Like they did, it's a little bit longer, but kind of like when everyone in Friday the 13th goes out in the boat to kind of relax. Everyone's dead. So it's kind of like, oh, I'll just go on the lake and relax in this boat. It's over. Mary, um, Vanity, is watching over us sleeping Elena. Yep. She's kind of waking her up going, look, it's creepy back here. Can we just like kind of go? Let's go uh, join the rest of the go crowd. join the rest of the crowd. Yeah. She's like, cool, let me step outside of this moving train in December in a short sleeve fucking Oxford shirt and just <laughs> get a breath of fresh air. While she's laying there in bed, we see the killer yeah. climbing like yeah. outside the train looking in the window at her. But yeah, Mary leaves. Elena gets up and... Um, She's on the caboose, like you said, so she walks she's, back. Yeah, she's at the end of the train. Where the, magician the magician's room is. dressing room. She's looking out outside, like you said, in her cardigan or whatever. And there's another yearbook. And Kenny actually was a magician. She's paging through. Yeah. Well, while she while Elena's looking through the oh, yeah. uh, stuff in that room, the uh, sword box <laughs> flops open. And the magician is in there, dead, stabbed through the head with his own swords, yeah, hoisted she... on his own petard. Yeah. <laughs> As and I Elena's mean, like fuck <laughs> but that's what I mean she's looking through the yearbook first because it is it's now that and she's looking at the yearbook it's like Kenny is a magician yeah. yeah it says Kenny the fucking magician so she's like huh and then she's like sitting there going things that make you go hmm like you said we discovered David Copperfield his character's killed. His character's dead, or is it an illusion? No, he's dead. Oh, he's really he's dead. He's really yeah. dead, but the, the, that's who they thought the killer was. I know, so that's when you know who it is now. So now she's flipping out like... That just leaves. She's like, shit, and he's so, actually not... Uh, it, it wasn't him. So then that's when it says that just leaves. Elena screams. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Uh, it's like she's, she's running for Charlie, but it's not uh, Charlie... Charlie the Brake Man. Yeah, she, she thinks it's like him sleeping on a bunk, but it's not. It's actually the killer. The killer who grabs her wrists. Yeah. Pulls off his mask, pulls off the wig he had on, and we're flashing back to the magician's assistant, who that that's is. who it's been the whole time, is actually Kenny, the freshman kid they played the prank on. Duh. But uh, she just tells Elena's like, I'm so sorry about the prank. I'm so sorry. And he's like, you loved him. I saw you with him. You haven't changed at all. You haven't changed at all. So was this was this really about revenge, or was it because his magic was looked as as less? No, don't get in. No, don't be that. Don't don't analyze it. Yes, it's about revenge because he, he killed everyone who was involved in that prank, but and he wants to kill Elena. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, but it, it is right. It's the what's his deeper reasoning behind this? No, nope. well, I mean because he was a magician yeah. and he was now that was a hobby. assistant. Yeah, but it really like he was this actor Derek McKinnon was a trans performer in oh. the 70s in Canada. That's pretty cool. And yeah, and so it, it was like they knew it wasn't that he looked like David Copperfield. They just had those features, yep. obviously, of... Uh, it's a great twist. It's an amazing twist and because you never look very closely at the magician's nope, assistant I throughout not. the whole movie. The second watch, brother, I did. It's just... Second, yeah, that's his assistant. It, this it, beautiful woman is his assistant. And, and the beautiful woman was the male actor. Yeah. It's very interesting. The guy who played Karn... Yeah. Um, they wanted to have a scene in this, but... Even Derek McKenna was like, absolutely not. I'm going to not talk to a guy who was born in the 1920s. It's the 1980s, and have him kiss me because they kind of wanted to throw off, like, where oh, the Karn falls in love with a magician's with assistant, thinking that it's a woman. <laughs> and guess what? The actor who played Karn came up and said, we'll do it. 
Yeah. He's like, don't you? This is a movie. This is what yeah. we do. We're an actor. We're actors. So they filmed it. They didn't use it. I thought that would be great. It wound up in somebody's back room yeah, for their jerky, own private jerky, stash. Yes. You know what I mean? Pinching nipples and <laughs> fingers up weird places. That is amazing facts. Yeah. So, but it, it is, and so it's his. Uh, he 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 looks at her and Elena. says, "Elena, says yeah. you hurt me. Yep. Now kiss me." It's almost like the same line she uses on him in the very beginning of the 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 the, the scene. Yeah, kiss me. Um, but Andy, she kisses him. She kisses him. And the same thing happens. Makes like, him go nuts. <laughs> yeah. He just starts screaming and spinning around. And spin, there's no cloth that he's caught in. No, like, in the very but first he's thing. like having a weird mental break flashback to when um, when the prank happened at the beginning of the movie. And Karn, it's only been three years. But Karn sneaks in with a shovel, the coal shovel, and knocks Kenny out the open door, and he falls out of the train. Makes it this close to a river. I mean, but they're going over a river, yeah. and he falls all the way down. It hits the bank. It's a bank. <laughs> it's the bank. <laughs> and then, lands in the river, and, and they show his boat. The body floats away for like five minutes, and, and then it's roll credits. As the train speeds on, we roll credits. Yeah. This is real quick before we get into you know our kill count and whatnot. This is kind of where I wish I knew like what happened after. Oh, sure. They pull into the station, and it's kind of like, holy fuck, what happened on fucking Air Canada? I know. Rail like, Canada sometimes you want just another, like, three minutes. They, like, pull in the end, getting off the train. A little denouement, as they say in storytelling, right? Yeah, Daniel Mall. The denouement. Daniel Malt? The denouement. Dan- it's French. Dan- You're a writer. Come on now. You're fucking with me. You know what the denouement is. But, uh, but, right after the climax of the movie, there's the... Refractory period. I still think they could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think I just peed. No, but real quick, real quick, real quick. Like, I mean, you could even do like a small, like, where's my brother, Kenny? Yeah. He was the magician assistant. Like, it's a very accepting sister or mother that knows that he dresses in drag. It's fine. Sure. But it's like, where is. The, where are they? Or where is she? Yeah. Wherever they want to be identified. And then. Or you have Kenny, like, climbing out the river. Like later, oh, yeah. he didn't die, you know, fell off the train and into the river and did not die. If there would have been a splash, if there, would, if there would have been a splash, I yeah. would have called that. But it was like right next to the river. Like, that's yeah. what I thought was funny. Like, like you know, it's a land. Yeah. So very um, solidly. But that is a uh, roll credits. And I'm going to ask you on a scale of three rabbits in a hat to seven rabbits in a hat. What would you give this? the rabbit in a hat? Um, I, you know, I, I was so I felt like so family friendly there for such a three cocks in a hat or yeah. seven cocks in a hat. What would you? The old cock about, in a hat. The old cock in a hat. Roosters now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I probably give it like a five and a half, six. Uh, oh, out of seven? Yeah, I'm it's good. Uh, the most I'll give it is four cocks in a hat. Why? I enjoyed the twist. And the twist is the only reason it's getting four cocks. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would. I really... knew the whole time it wasn't David Copperfield. I knew it wasn't David Copperfield either. But to, when they revealed it was Kenny. his assistant, I was like, what? Yeah, that's the only reason I'm giving it cocks. You know, like four <laughs> cocks. Because if it wasn't, I mean, I, there was no gore. It started, I mean, the first watch. I mean, I know they're trying to go suspense. I know it's 1980. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not sitting here looking at Adam fucking Green and sitting here like everything's got to be fucking, you know, 80 gallons of blood. But. You know, I got warped out of all these Victor Crowley fucking films. <laughs> we were spoiled by Hatchet. Um, why don't we go ahead and do a break, and we'll come back with the kill count. We don't have to take a break. You want? Let's just keep going. Do kill count, we'll talk about next week, unless you need a break. Oh, no. I yeah. just always thought we said that just because that's what we said. We could. The commercial generates a little more revenue when it's in the middle of the oh. episode, but who cares? It's not like we're getting thousands of listens anyway. <laughs> we'll just put the commercial at the beginning. Do the kill count. Yeah, let's do kill count. 
Hey, my name's Nick Bankhead, and I like talking about cocks in a hat. So, so <laughs> at the start of the movie, we had prankster Ed. Uh, getting, he got stabbed by a sword, and everybody thought he was joking around. So Ed died, and they got the train ran over his body. Jackson, dressed as a lizard, uh, drunk Jackson, got the good stuff. Let's go in the bathroom and, and do this good stuff. And Jackson got iced. Uh, followed by Mitchie, or Michelle, the best friend. She, her throat got slashed. And then uh, Mo. Uh, we didn't see Mo actually get killed. It's just Doc kind of elbows him and likes to get out of here, and Mo's dead. This killer is uh, real good at the stealth kills. Followed by <laughs> the train driver, actual driver of the train. When they hit the emergency brake and the train didn't stop, they went up and found he was dead. Doc. Um, when did Doc? Die? Oh, Doc got decapitated. Then the head uh, 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 porter guy, the luggage guy, was guarding Jamie Lee Curtis. Got a sword through his guts. Uh, I called him the head porter guy. Then the magician himself, David Copperfield. And uh, if we're counting Kenny, the killer, that's nine. Nine kills. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we didn't see two kills. Right. They happened, though, but they were just stealth. We didn't see him, though. We didn't watch it. They could have been, I mean, they could have gotten blown on their hat just because they left it there. The killer picked it up and went, oh, where are they? They could be, you know, when they pull in after their Daniel Montremont, they could have pulled into the, <laughs> the station. The station. They could be like, we're hiding in the damn yeah. lockers. <laughs> Dude, I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. But okay. we found your hat and had blood all over it. Okay, I know, you, I had a bloody nose and I'm, I just used my hat. <laughs> I've, just, I've just got one question. I know it's. This is it for me. The assistant, who we know was dressed uh, as Kenny, mm-hmm. why would she, why the whole Ed kill? Why would they need to, could you sneak on the train as a magician's assistant? Thank you. I don't know. Well, it's opportunity. I mean, this person wanted to enact revenge on all the people that wronged him yes. at the time. And, um, Mud has just said, like, this is perfect. I have a sword and uh, I can just I could just stealth stealth stab Ed in the crowd and no one's gonna know. They're all gonna think would, Ed's goofing would, around. Why would they need to grab the Groucho? Okay, we're overthinking this. I'm sorry. Just a, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I brought that up to Jody. I was like, you know, like why could he just be like the magician's assistant? I mean, obviously no one's gonna obviously no one's gonna recognize who he is. Right. I'm going, this is why we need Patron. Um, I, I'd love to talk about this more, but I know uh, this is our main. On a Patreon. Same thing. Patron is a whis- is a, a tequila. It's a whiskey. A whiskey. Yes. It is? No, oh, it's, it's a tequila. tequila. I was like, you messed with me. It's a social media site where you can ask people to pay like a dollar a month because right. of the, so we could rant more. Well, we don't have a ton of listeners. Like if we had. Dude, there's people that have less listeners than us and they've got a Patron. Do they? Yes. You think they're breaking it in? I don't know. But if we got <laughs> like a, if we got an extra $5 a month. Yeah, I suppose. I want to do nice things. I want to make hoodies. We're almost out of shirts. That would be extra work. We're just battling now. Hey, Andy, the plan. Yeah, next time, episode one hundred. We're recording next weekend because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one. I am going to uh, wear yoga pants. I'm going to uh, not wear a shirt. So I'm only gonna be in yoga pants, Andy, little booty socks, and no shirt. I'm gonna wear the suit that I got married in. Okay, that, <laughs> no, do it. That'll be you. Look great that day. I don't think it fits. Um, I'm a little fatter. You are not. You God damn it! I just I've put on a little weight since so, I got married. Yoga pants. <laughs> Wedding outfits and yeah. nipple twists. Um, it's going to be a party. We're going to make the episode a party. Like we're going to invite friends to come. And, let's invite people to come and sit on the couch. I have to dig up the um, recording 
of episode one. Can't you just listen to it on? I have. I mean, you can. It's out there. But I, I want to. You know, we maybe want to incorporate some clips from episode one. But we're gonna watch oh, yeah, Splatter yeah, yeah, University yeah, for sure. I think that's a great. We're gonna idea. watch Splatter University, and we'll probably do this our usual spiel again. <laughs> you know, we'll tackle that movie again. Now, are you, are you, here, I got a question for you. Are you gonna watch it twice? Or are you gonna watch it once? Uh, I don't know. I'll watch it once and see how I feel. I mean, I have the old notes, but my notes I do now, too. But, but they're so different. My than, notes are way different. I don't even know if I have notes for Splatter University. I have them in a spiral notebook. They're not on my computer. Have we always watched? I think out of the 199, I can't believe, well, that's 99, I should say. I mean, maybe 98 films. But out of 99 episodes, I would think that I've watched maybe two movies three times, uh, 96 two times, and maybe like one movie one time. Yeah, I'm about that. Yeah, yeah there was a couple episodes where I really phoned it in. <laughs> I watched it once, and then I, a half, you know, like yeah. I made it partway through a second time and like, I ran out of time. I couldn't watch it. Uh, but most of them I've watched twice for sure. Yeah. And every, and then there's a few where I've watched like at least three times. I've watched, I've gone back and watched the mutilator at least two more times since we did the episode. I've watched mutilator a few more times. Um, I was had this idea that I'm going to go and throw out there since it's live and no one really listens this far anyway. Um, <laughs> what if we did like a summer series and we did all 10. I, even though I just recently watched them all in a row every day, Joni and I watched fucking one Friday the 13th. All the Friday the 13th movies? Oh, man. No, but I mean, that's 10 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll think about it. Drop I mean, us a line. Let us know what you think. I think summer slashers is a way to go, though. I think that's, I mean, you know. You like, like a theme? Like summer camp or yeah, summer-based movies? Well, I know people love sleepaway camp, and I, I know Felicia Rose Movies that take place in the summer. It, 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 the only great thing about sleepaway camp was a reveal at the end. That was it. Sure. Where you see her with a penis. Sure. It. So, yeah, hey, I mean, are we battling too much? How far are we? An hour and a half. Oh, so. shit. Uh, this episode has been 100. I can't believe it's episode 99. Episode 100 <laughs> coming up next. Uh, so go ahead and uh, find uh, Splatter University, and uh, we'll be talking about that next week. Oh, yeah. I hope you still can watch it. <laughs> Probably got to rent it. <laughs> you know, funny. it's okay. Uh, but uh, tune in. Until next time, everybody. See you in 100. Class dismissed. Ooh.